Welcome to the Bliss Broker Podcast, a place to come and dive into the lives of people who've lived life's biggest moments and experiences, good and bad. Join us here every week as we focus on human interest pieces from all over the world. Tune in to get inspired, think outside the box, and find your bliss. Hey guys, it's Harmony. I am back with a new episode of The Bliss Broker. I'm so honored to be here. I am going to go ahead and fess up right out of the gate. So I recorded an episode a couple weeks ago. I recorded it. I edited it. I added background music. It was ready to be uploaded into the world. And after listening to it, not once, but twice while I was driving down the road, I realized I'm not really fully in love with it. I realized that after being on hiatus for the amount of time that I've been on hiatus, that there was going to be a part of me that was going to want to be a perfectionist. There was going to be a part of me that was going to really be extra hard on myself about the way I was showing up and the product that I was delivering to you guys and the potential that, you know, after being gone for as long as I have, that I've lost listeners and the potential that if I put something out that I don't feel is quality then the listeners that I have left have the potential to bail. And I realized that I was looking at it completely wrong. So I had to really take a hard look at why I was avoiding putting the episode out. And was it really that I was just trying to be a perfectionist? Or was it really that I just wasn't pleased with the message I was trying to send? And I think that podcasting is very much like riding a bicycle. Uh, in a lot of ways where once you do it, once you learn how to do it, it's very easy to show up for it. But at the same time, it's also not. You do get rusty. And I think my podcasting peers would agree with me that anything that you do that requires your creativity, you speaking from the heart, there's a level of time where you are kind of rusty and you have to warm your, you know, like singers warm their voices up. Even with my motorcycle, I find that after not being on the motorcycle for a period of time, it's important to go back. It's something that was taught to me by the woman who taught the motorcycle class at the college here, that even though she's been riding for 20 years, that one of the things she does when winter is over and it's time to go ride her motorcycle again, she takes her motorcycle out, she cleans it, and she very gingerly drives it to an empty parking lot and she does figure eights and she stops and she goes and she gets her body back to the being in flow with the motorcycle. And I thought about that my reluctancy to put this episode out and my a major level of procrastination that I realized there's something bigger going on other than my me wanting it to be perfect, right? Because I am somewhat of, you know, a stickler when it comes to what I put out there, but I'm also not, a, I would not describe myself as a perfectionist. <laughs> Some might disagree, but I really had to take a hard look, hard look at why I was waiting so long. Why was I pussyfooting around when it came to putting this episode out? It really would have taken me all of five minutes to upload it into my distributor and it would have been out into the world, but I kept putting it off. I finally just realized it wasn't sending the direct, it wasn't clear, it wasn't concise, it was rusty. I was rusty. And so I just owned that. I just owned the fact that Harmony, you haven't recorded a solo episode. You have not been showing up for IGTVs. You are, you're not in your flow yet. So once I decided that, okay, I'm going to keep it for dexterity. I'm not going to put it out. I'm not necessarily going to delete it, but I am going to record something 
when I feel called to record something. I am not going to just record because I it's been so long. I'm not going to like let myself do that thing that I get really antsy and panicky because it's been so long and now I've said I'm going to put an episode out and I haven't. So I just took a I took a deep breath. I exhaled. I sat in it for a minute. I've thought about it during meditations. I've thought about it when I'm out in the woods doing my movement. I just realized when it's time to record a podcast for the Bliss Broker after being gone as long as I have, I will go and record the podcast. It will just come to me organically. It will be a beautiful thing. It will be in alignment with the message that I'm trying to send and I will be pleased with it and I won't procrastinate when it comes to uploading it for the world to listen to. So I decided this week, I want to keep it really simple. I want to just talk about things that I'm inspired to talk about. I want to catch you guys up on what's going on with me. I want to catch you back up on what, how I foresee the, the Bliss Broker podcast moving forward. And the long and short of it is you guys are amazing listeners. You're, you're people that are in my life every day on social media, we are people that are friends in real life. I know that there's a lot of listeners that I do not do not know on a personal basis, but I will say the majority of my listeners do follow me on social media. And so I think that you guys know me for the most part, but I did feel called to offer you guys an explanation about where I've been and, you know, kind of catch up on the awesome stuff because yes, I have gone through some things. I do want to talk about where I'm at in the present moment, but the exciting part is about moving forward and where I'm going to be moving forward and how I want to show up for you guys moving forward, how I want this community to grow moving forward and how I feel like I can use my inspired heart brand to help other people because ultimately that is my goal in life. And so when it came to deciding, you know, what was I going to talk about, I felt very kind of like all over the place. I didn't feel like I had a good solid outline for how I wanted to show up. And so I decided I was just going to keep it simple and talk about my intention around who I am, my intention around why I podcast, my intention around why I show up the way that I do in my community and the Bliss Broker, why I post all of the things that I post. And I've even gone as far as to question posting these things, even as of lately, like thinking, why is it that I feel the need to post like a, a beautiful image on Insta stories of what I'm seeing when I'm getting ready to do a meditation? Or why do I feel called to post photos when I go out into the woods of what I'm seeing, the beauty that I'm seeing in nature? Do I really feel like I have to continue doing that? Is there a return on my investment for doing that? And absolutely the answer was yes. I feel called to do that because I want to inspire people And I'm going to really try and get through this episode without crying. I can't promise that I'm going to because I'm feeling all the feels today. But I want to make this podcast and anything that I do, anything that I put out into the community, whether that's through my website, through social media, through this podcast, through meeting me in person, I feel a large responsibility about how I show up in the world. And for a very long time, I couldn't show up the way that I wanted to because I was in survival mode. I wasn't, I could literally only show up in the world to the degree that I was showing up for myself. I could only love the world and the people around me to the degree that I loved myself. And I just quite honestly wasn't madly in love with myself. I was madly in love with the idea and the desire and the fantasy around having a life that I thought was what I wanted, a perfect life. I had all my eggs in one basket because of my trauma of getting married 
and falling in love and having somebody declare me worthy of spending the rest of their life with me. And the reality of it is, is when I checked that box and I got married, I realized that was just the beginning. Like I, once I was able to check that box, I felt safe and I will forever be indebted to my husband for offering me that gift. Even though we are very immediately getting divorced, I will forever be grateful for the gift. And I don't doubt that I met him, you know, that it was an accident that I met him. I feel like the reason why I titled this episode Breadcrumbs to Growth is because I can very honestly look back at every single thing that's ever happened to me in my life and tell you that I can see how it all makes sense. It's like the puzzle pieces are laying down in front of me and I've put so many puzzle pieces into the puzzle that I'm starting to see a clear image of what my life is supposed to be and why I went through all of the things that I went through and I can flash back on my wedding day and forever be grateful for the fact that that day afforded me a safety that I had never felt before. It had afforded me a foundation. It had afforded me getting, it had afforded me the ability of getting out of survival mode, quite frankly. When that man married me, it made me feel worthy. And unfortunately, the downside to that was I probably felt so excited. And a lot of this was subconscious. Keep in mind, I want to go ahead and say a disclaimer. A lot of this didn't come to me until recently. But I felt so excited for the safety that I felt that I just was like being shot out of a cannon. And I kind of equate it to an animal that has been locked up in the pound for its entire life and it gets out and it has a family that adopts it where it feels safe and it's just like balls to the wall. It's, it goes crazy and it has to be kind of, you know, guided back into some semblance of order. <laughs> and I really felt so free when I got married and so safe that he gifted me, whether he knew it or not, the ability to feel safe enough to create my dream, which my dream has always been, since I can always remember, my dream has always been to help people. My dream has always been to seek people out in the community or at least my, make myself visible enough that people were going to be able to find me, other people like me, women that were strong and fierce and and loving and ready to attack their life, but unfortunately were all of those desires and those abilities and those qualities were dampened by, gosh, how do I want to even word this? They were dampened by their grief and they were dampened by their trauma and they were that ability to chase their dreams. Sorry guys, I was interrupted. That's real life here. I'm recording. Um, I felt called to record and I am sitting in a parking lot in West Asheville, kind of off of the main road, recording this episode while I wait to go meet a friend for dinner. And a gentleman just pulled up and was literally peeing next to his truck. So welcome to the real world. And it distracted me a little bit. So I'm going to try and find my flow again. Um, but I really just decided through all of this that my ultimate goal was to put myself out there. I really, really, really wanted to help women that were not finding their inner spark, that it was muted out by the shit that they had dealt with or were currently dealing with. And the fact that they just, that doesn't even go into the whole concept of things that they may have experienced in, you know, younger years of their life 
kept them from being able to chase their spark. It kept them from even being able to, and for me, you know, I can speak for myself. It kept me, my trauma has kept me from being able to see for many, many years what it was that I really wanted out of this life. I look at it like, and I've explained this to people over the years when I was really still trying to figure out which way I wanted to go, and this has been a few years ago. I gave them the visual when I was trying to explain to friends, colleagues, coaches, that my life that I aspired to have, it was like I was standing in a forest and way on the other side of a forest was a beautiful glowing light. And I knew without a shadow of a doubt that that was my life. That was the life that I wanted way over there through those woods. So when somebody asked me, what do you want your life to be? I couldn't say what I wanted my life to be. I could see the glow of it off in the distance I kind of had a little bit of an idea about how I wanted to show up for myself, but I had to go through the woods, literally and figuratively, to get to the visible, clear vision that was going to be my life moving forward. And until I was able to work through my trauma and my grief and the way that I connect with people and, you know, put a, a microscope on Harmony and how she moves through the world and how can I, I can't control the outside world. I can only control what I do. So spending my, my remaining days on this planet playing the victim and being angry at, because this happened or angry because this didn't happen wasn't solving my problem. So I put my tennis shoes on and I started beating a path through these woods. And at some point over the last few years, especially in the last year, I was able to walk up to that glowing door, walk through that door, and see the potential for what I wanted my life to be. I could see very clearly what I wanted. And not only could I see it, but because I did the work to walk through the woods to get to that vision and be able to see that vision clearly, I felt worthy of it. I absolutely felt worthy of it. And I really believe in my heart that unless we believe that kind of life we want, that magic, that spark, that living vividly, that being able to experience all the things that we want to experience, whether that's successful career, a really, really healthy romantic partnership, connection with our family, a tight bond with our children, whatever that is, you have to do the work. You have to go through the muck and the grime and you have to fall. And you have to find the ability to pull yourself back up and you have to get pissed off and you have to cry and you have to set boundaries. You have to tell people in your life how they make you feel, good, bad, or indifferent. You have to cut people off. You have to build anew because if there's anything I've learned up to this point in my life, if you want something different, you've got to do something different. And I will say that I could not ever put fully on paper what I wanted my life to be because doing this work through exercise and meditation and, you know, general mindfulness and, and courting myself and spending time alone and setting boundaries and having the courage to, with my chin up and with some grace, disconnect from my husband, I was able to have the awareness around the fact that what the kind of life that I want and the kind of life that I finally feel like I deserve is beyond my imagination. Because in order to put it into my imagination, it has to be something that I've seen or experienced before. And I feel like at this point in my life, doing the work that I've done, walking on broken glass, kneeling on broken glass, 
having some come to Jesus about who the hell I am and some of the things about myself that are not good that I need needed to work on and that I will continue to, to have to work on making peace with all the things I've realized, oh my gosh, my life is going to be better than I can even imagine it. My next romantic relationship is going to be better than I can even imagine because I've never experienced that before. The kind of house I'm going to live in, the places I'm going to travel, the feelings I'm going to feel with my new friendships, all of those things are things that are new to me. They're things that I never have fully experienced before. A tighter bond with my mom. A more intimate and vulnerable relationship with my friends. Allowing myself to step out of my comfort zone in every way, shape, and form possible so that I can experience life at at its fullest. That is what I realized I wanted. And so why I come here today to talk about the breadcrumbs to freedom is I realize that looking back on my life, and it's the message that I want you to take away from this episode today, that looking back on my life Every single thing that has happened to me has also been happening for me. And for whatever reason, I believe in my heart that I have been chosen by whoever's in charge of this beautiful ship (laughs) to help others. And if there's anything that I know about my life up to this point is that my deep desire is to not let every single thing that happened to me and for me be in vain. I want to take as much as I can from it. I want to learn from it. I want to learn about it. I want to learn why my persecutors persecuted me. I want to know why my abusers abused me. I want to know why family members abandoned me. I want answers. And so I can only promise to you, the listener, that over the coming months and years that I continue the Bliss Broker podcast, that I can promise you that my full intention here is to inspire you in some way to chase your dream, to inspire you in some way to show the fuck up for yourself, that you are worthy of that, to inspire you to set boundaries amongst the people that are around you because you are worthy of that, and to inspire you to seek answers to understand why the people that have hurt you in your life could have potentially hurt you. That hurt people hurt people. And a lot of times if I can teach you anything here or inspire you to have some kind of different way of thought because you guys know perspective is everything. That I can look back on the people that hurt me and I know that they were hurting too. The trauma goes back generations and there's no way to fix that. So if my father, who is an immediate source of a lot of my grief, because he was not available to me in my life, he, he was estranged. I didn't get to know him until I was an adult, and I only got to know him for a few moments in the grand scheme of things before he died. That I understand why my dad was not there was because of his trauma. He could not show up for me because of his trauma. Understanding that is such freedom. It's why I am the woman online that's constantly suggesting, I, you know, I'm not the bliss broker for nothing. That name has meaning to me. I'm brokering knowledge. I'm sharing things with you that are, that are helping me. And just listening to the book that I'm listening to today, and I've been listening to for about a week, is a book called The Body Keeps the Score. And it's by a gentleman called Bessel Vanderkolk. And he is 
fantastic. Just listening to it today is a lot of what inspired me to sit down and show up for this episode the way that I have because he does a lot of work and did a lot of work with Vietnam veterans, which my dad was one. And there is an attachment to trauma. And this is going to be something that is going to be coming up down the road. This is just kind of a catch-up episode. But some of the things he was talking about with trauma today, and when we come up in a place of trauma, we come up in, in things that are negative. As we get older, it paralyzes us. And so we almost feel comfortable being in that trauma and that drama rather than fighting our way out of it and going and having a life that we aspire to have. So understanding the patterns of trauma and that generational trauma that put me in the position where I am right now, understanding that takes the blame off of myself. Because quite frankly, you guys, I have been blaming myself my entire life for all of the bad things that have happened to me. I blamed myself for my dad not being in my life. I had inadequacy issues from as far back as I can remember, and they're still there. I've blamed myself for sexual abuse. I've blamed myself for getting beat by men. I've blamed myself for lost friendships. I blame myself for everything. And in seeking knowledge, audiobooks, podcasts, online classes, webinars, college, whatever it is that I am taking in every single day is designed to not only give me a sense of freedom and a peace in my heart to go out and walk on sunshine towards my ultimate destination. But I also want to be able to share it with you because I want you to know at the end of every episode when you leave here that you are worthy of greatness. You are worthy of healthy relationships. You are worthy of damn respect from the people that are around you. You are worthy of speaking your mind. You are worthy of having autonomy. And I don't want you to pull away from any of the Bliss Broker episodes today or moving forward without that knowledge in your heart. And if I show up here every week for you with a piece of information on something, because there's going to be a lot of fun stuff coming, I want that to get you through. I want that to be a little piece or a big piece of what gets you through that next week and gets you excited about all the potential And all of the availability there is out there of things that can help you get empowered. So, I call this the breadcrumbs to growth because I look back on every single thing that I have experienced as a means to my potential. And my potential and how I'm going to move forward in my life is to be the bliss broker and to come in here with the intention of helping somebody feel fucking amazing in their life because you're worth it. You're absolutely worth it. So I'm going to leave you guys with that. I wanted to pop in and just kind of do a quick little breadcrumbs to growth. There's so, there's so many more fun episodes to come. I intend on down the road, bringing in specialists. I want to bring in people from all different modalities and I'm going to reach out and I've already started reaching out to start recording in January of 2022. I want to bring special people in that know their corner of the market when it comes to healing. There's so many different modalities when it comes to how to pull yourself out of a rut, how to pull yourself out of your trauma. You know, and I want a a disclaimer. There's going to be some triggering episodes. There's going to be times where I'm going to cry. There's going to be times where I'm going to talk about things that are hard to hear. 
So note to self, start putting a warning at the beginning of the show. But I want you to ultimately take from this that there's help. That there's help. There's so many different ways to treat yourself with kindness and expand all at the same time. And have fun, which is kind of the ultimate goal as well, right? So there's going to be things coming up about all the things that I do at home that I post on my social media, whether that's movement, talk about neuroplasticity and the brain and body connection and how we can create new neural pathways and, and create, we can create new pathways of thinking that are more in alignment with the life we're trying to have, not the life we had yesterday. So stick around, stay tuned. New episodes are going to be coming out every week. If you are somebody out in the community that would like to share your story of overcoming, we all have a unique story. I would love to have you on the show. If you are somebody that is listening that is a part of a modality that you are an expert on and you would love to come on and talk about what you do, I would love to have you on, regardless of what that is. Whether you're on the science side, you're on the woo side, you're on you're a little mix of both, I would love to have you on the show. So from here going out through the end of 2021, I am going to be doing solo episodes every week. I'm going to pop in. I'm just going to check in with you guys. I'm going to talk about what's going on in the Bliss Broker community. I'm going to talk about ways that I can help you, whether that's free or paid. I'm going to talk about my accountability groups. I am going to talk about food. I'm going to talk about movement. I'm going to talk about things that bring me bliss in my life every day. And hopefully that will inspire you to find a little tiny blisses in your life every day so that you will get excited about chasing your spark. That's what I want you to get excited about. So stay tuned, you guys. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. I will be back again next week with another episode of The Bliss Broker. I appreciate you guys more than anything. And if you're not following me already on Spotify or Apple, go over and give me a follow. If you want to review me, I would love it if you came Um, and listen today and you appreciated the episode, I would love for you to write a review. Or if you've listened to any of my other episodes, feel free to leave me a review. I will appreciate it so very much. I know that your time is valuable. Also, I'm going to leave you with this. Go do something good for yourself. And more importantly, go do something good for somebody else. I'll see you next time.